0: and welcome to Thursday Live Lesson, live, live, (laughs) uh, live at our brand new uh, Ukulele Underground studio. My name is Aldrin Guerrero, joining me are live in the studio, Mr. Aaron, the voice of Say what's up, Aaron? What's up? And Kahai, the legend, Fergan, say what's up, Kahai. What's up? I, I haven't done this in so long, I don't even know where to look. I'm looking at this camera maybe, or maybe this one, I'm not sure. I haven't done this in so long. Which one do I look at, Kahai? We discussed this
1: pre-show. Uh, the, this one, y- you're right. The tall yeah. one. Yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> Jeez,
0: this is this is nice. We're we're social distancing. You know, we're, uh, we're we're being we're being careful. We're being you know we're being safe. So Aaron is a good, like seven eight feet away from me, and Kahai is like nine ten feet away from me. We're we're all good. And um, yeah, let's get started. This is Thursday live lesson here at Ukwa on the ground. We like to answer any and all of your questions. So it is live. You guys can uh, join us live for the live video. Ask us uh, questions in the live chat if you want to. Or you can send us a question or you can send a video if you want some assessments and stuff. But basically, we just want to help out. It's more like a town hall meeting. You guys can ask us questions or we can uh, give you some advice. Okay, so here we go. Hi, why don't you give me the first question?
1: Uh, this one is from Mike, and so he said, "I have a question for a Thursday Live lesson. Mm-hmm. Has Odrine played the Konilaya Oha T solid koa, koa top and solid mahogany back and sides? If so, how would he compare the sound to the Akua models?" Mm. Um, it's it's great. I've played it before. I played it um, when they
0: uh, were going to introduce it at Now or when they introduced it at Now. And, uh, and I got to play it at the, you know, at the factory when I visited. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's a great bang for your buck. It, uh, it definitely sounds nice. It has that, you know, that, that core kind of brightness sound to it. The feel is, you know, is basically the same, but I think just, um, uh, the bracing is not quite the same. It doesn't have those, like, those triangle kind of bracing and stuff, but it's built like, you know, like old school cannulaire is what I like to think of it as. It sounds awesome, but, you know, it, Sound is really subjective because if I got another one of this exact same model, this one right here, and it's Koa exact materials, those two will still sound a little bit different. But you know, for me, if um if you don't want to pay, you know, like the thousand plus for like a um, a full Koa tenor, getting an OHA actually is is a great deal. I think it's a good bang for your buck like I mentioned and you get a nice bright sound and you get that Kanile'a tone to it so it's pretty close. Have you guys played it? No. Nope. Uh, I think no. they had one uh at um the music store in Lihue.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But we and, were just discussing it yeah. with, with Kanile'a and then, Yeah. Mike
0: yeah. actually we should have gotten Mike to uh to answer that. Question. Next time we get Mike in cuz um he's he's actually going to try to see if he can buy one cuz Mike likes that sound so yeah. much he's going to buy one. He's been uh Uh, He's been playing with my baritone, my Kanilea baritone. Um, I just asked for it back. And he's like, you know, um, he was saying that he liked the baritone so much. He was thinking about picking up a Kanilea. And he's thinking about picking up an Oha. And because he's like, it's not, you know... like super duper expensive and it's in his price range and it sounds good. So take it from Mike, you know, that's uh he, that guy knows a thing or two about instruments. He's constantly surrounded by it, but he digs it. He digs it. I dig it too. I think it sounds good. Um, you know, it's it's a step up from the uh, from the Islanders, even like the nice coal Islanders and stuff. Um, but, you know, it's not I mean, it's not quite the showpiece that uh that a full Cole Lea is, but I think it's good. I think it's like the top is koa but it's got like mahogany back and sides and yeah. stuff and i think the um you know the the bracing is is not is not the same but it sounds good and i that's really like the the main
2: point right is if it sounds good it sounds good it looks good too cuz it's got that koa top yeah i dig it yeah so i i mean there there have been studies and stuff like kind of things that show that the back insides sides have less to do with the sound mm-hmm. and It's just all the then the the top and mm-hmm. the the way that it's braced the way that it's constructed mm-hmm. so yeah so if you're if you're really just looking at the sound if that's your main factor mm-hmm. then yeah it sounds great yeah and then um it, it really for the back and sides it really is o- your own personal preference mm-hmm. if that's okay with you mm-hmm. that it's just mahogany yeah. I mean the mahogany is beautiful too, so yeah. it's not like it's yeah, maho- a compromise. I think, really, <laughs> I
0: think koa bouncing off of mahogany is a good combination. Yeah, it's yeah, a good like combination it's a, it's a anyway. Great combination, yeah, because it, it's uh, you, you got a nice bright, you know, bright top with the koa and mahogany's kind of on the same. You know, uh, it, it's bright, but it can get pretty dark as well. Yeah, yeah like it kind of rounds it yeah, out. Round it,
2: ra- yeah. Rounds the sound out.
0: Yeah, I dig it. I dig it. It's it, it gets it gets two thumbs up from a Lea fanboy, <laughs> like, you yeah. know, but and don't you know don't get me wrong, I do love Lea's and stuff, but I think they really outdone uh outdone themselves with this one because it's it's a good price point and I think people can get their their hands on a Koa esque ukulele without you know without breaking the bank. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Next up. Uh
1: this one is from Mikkel and He said, uh, can you do the roll by releasing the fingers in reverse order or inverse order? Mm. Uh, So instead of doing pinky, ring, middle, pointer, to do pointer, middle, ring, pinky. Mm. To me, that feels way more natural.
0: Mm. Okay. So you know, I've I've gotten this question before, like from you know from private students because like they kind of think of it as doing this, but really if you're doing pointer to uh to to pinky finger, the follow up is uh, and you kind of have to the follow up is different and you kind of have to shift your uh, your your whole form because the form okay let going back to the form which is pointing to yourself and then pointing down to the ground like this okay so it's kind of like you know after you wash your hands you just kind of let loose on the wrist here so you kind of point to yourself and point down to the ground we also talked about in ukola 100 like the pill bottle that you know, you kind of yeah, you just shake that pill bottle and stuff, right? So you, this is the this is the movement. So when you um, you know, when you're starting from the uh, strumming up position and you're going to strum down, really the the pinky finger is there, and when you end, you end with you know with your corner finger ready for that follow up with the up strum. If you're doing it the opposite, you know, you kind of watch how my hand or, or my wrist kind of changes direction. So instead of it going from like this. Where you're just getting the, you know, getting the uh, the water out of your hands. This goes with the chunk, you know, you chunk the same way. I wouldn't chunk like this with, with my pointer first, right? I'll chunk like this with all four, and it's the pinky hitting it, and then you're kind of down and then hitting uh, stopping with the thumb. Same thing with the roll, kind of just doing this, you're curling up your fingers, and then like just uncurling them as you go. So a lot of people think you're you're releasing them, it's kind of like you're holding it like this, and then you're releasing it one by one, but it's really just opening up the hand. See, I'm going from a close to open. Close to just open. And it just happens to just drag onto the strings like so. So it's not like I'm doing this, you know? It's not like a... <laughs> not individual one,
2: strums yeah. per finger.
0: That's not really the role. The role is it's a down strum with all four fingers. And as you go down, you open up the hand like this. So it's just... If, uh, if my form, you know, if I'm following that form of up, down, up, down, pointing to myself and pointing down to the ground, here it is slow. My fingers are nice and loose, point to myself. So that naturally the, uh, the pinky finger should be there. If you, if you twist your wrist, kind of looking at your wrist like this or looking at your nails this way, then looking at your nails the other way, that's the, that's the twist of the wrist. If you were to do it with your pointer finger, it's, See how my you know how my wrist kind of curls up to do so. That's not what I want to do. My wrist stays nice and uh, nice and straight. Let's see if we can do it from this angle. My my wrist stays nice and straight. Going from here, I'm just twisting it like that. I'm just kind of like getting rid of the water. But if I did it the other way, it's almost like I have to move my elbow, you know, with it because <laughs> it has to be at, at this angle. So it's it's actually. The opposite of uh, of it being natural because then nat- this is a more natural. Now If I were to do it the other way, yeah, I can't even you know like because after the uh, after that up with the with the pointer finger because if I'm doing it with the regular form up here, I have to like switch this way, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. with my the uh, order with my of fingers. your fingers
2: almost, yeah. yeah.
0: So, since I have to do this, it's gonna come out unnaturally, and then, if my pinky ends that roll, um look at it from this angle, see like how weird that you know that is, so I have to bring it back up so that like my point of finger can reach the up and point to myself because here I'm not even pointing down to the ground, I'm pointing more like that way, but this way with the you know with the pinky first leading point of finger points down
3: so, see
0: that. So there, now he's, I'll go to the wide angle because it's kind of like this. Let's see that goes that way, whereas this goes down to the ground.
1: Yeah, okay. I, my guess is that he when he's talking about more naturally. He's talking about oh, okay. just uncurling his fingers. Mm. It's more natural to go mm. pointer to pinky instead of pinky yeah. to pointer. Yeah. But, uh, can you show that, <laughs> like? um how you practice uncurling point, uh, okay. pinky to pointer, like yeah. when you're driving or whatever. So if you're driving,
0: you know, and you're just like stuck in traffic or whatever, you have your, you know, you have your steering wheel and I just like to curl my fingers and then just kind of undo them one at a time, pinky ring middle pointer like this. It'll give you some, you know, like a little bit of strength on, on curling them, but really it's just closing your, you know, closing that fist and opening that, you know, opening that hand. If you're a Filipino parent, it's like close open, close open, close open, close open, right, Kahai? Yeah, your Filipino parents. Uh
1: yes, my Japanese Filipino parents. <laughs> <laughs> and here's here's a little secret,
0: okay? I don't know if we've ever discussed this, but the roll actually starts with the upstrum. You can do the roll with just the down, but it starts off with the up, and then going down. So it's like dragging your pointer finger up, and then uncurling those fingers, yeah? So you go up, or you can use your thumb to go up like this, (laughs) and then... Pinky finger lead in, corner finger down, and it's still the same, you know, uh, the same form as I do for the down up down up strum. So here's the down up down up strum regular, and here's what it looks like with the roll, with the thumb.
1: It starts up not up,
0: and then you do the roll. And roll and one and two and four and roll and two and three and four and roll and two and three and four and roll and two and three and four. So and roll and roll instead of going and roll, which you can, I guess, but it just sounds a little bit dragged if you have, uh, you know, if you have too much of a space between the up and the roll itself. So down, up. If there's space in there, it sounds like it's dragging, but if there's no space, it's more like swing because that's exactly what you're doing. You're swinging from the upbeat to the down, like, or you're swinging to the downbeat from the up beat. That's <laughs> yeah, what it is, yeah. <laughs>
2: people people do swing music they're like no, that's not
0: <laughs> but yeah it's like you're swinging to the downbeat from from the up it's a very uh and you're and i tell my students you're you're kind of um you know taking the personality of the ukulele because the ukulele is kind of just this laid back instrument not necessarily lazy but that's another way you know to kind of put it it's it's kind of like laid back and you're just cruising on the beach and you're playing your uke so strumming isn't necessarily one and two if that was, you know, how is Komako Viva Ole strummed de ukulele. I saw you in my dreams. It doesn't sound good. It's got, it needs that kind of swing in there. So one and two. And
3: I saw you
0: in... Even if I played it hard like I did earlier.
3: <laughs> I saw you in my
0: dreams. Better than... we were just sounds uh-huh. too robotic yeah so getting that swing in there and that up that's really the secret of the roll is on the up just kind of and then you drop down pinky first to the pointer finger so it's a little bit more unnatural to do this way because you have to change your form completely than to do the uh, do the roll with your pinky finger so that it kind of naturally leads to uh, where you want to go because you want to end up here because that's the That's the form that we take anyway. Up to ourself, down to the ground. So if we do down to the ground, pinky finger should be right here. So if you're twisting your wrist and you're doing the whole looking at your nails this way and looking at your nails that way, it's kind of like making that staircase that we were talking about, you know, that staircase and just opening up the hand. So it's not like, you know, watch, watch my hands. It's not like opening up one by one. It's like opening up together but this kind of movement of your uh, of your wrist so it actually takes the wrist and the opening up of the hand that's causing the roll yeah. okay what do you guys think
1: and it it really like it'll take like just a day i think yeah. of like practicing just if you do the thing where you put your your fingers down and you open it up individually pinky to to pointer and yeah. then you you know you kind of just practice doing the rolls like don't do a, a We don't even teach, you know, strumming patterns anymore. Mm. But don't try to, like, even do a strumming pattern with a roll. Just do, like, roll down, 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 roll. Like, really something simple. Mm -hmm. Or, like, just Just go roll down, roll up, roll up, roll up. up. Yeah. And then if you do that for, like, a just a day, you'll get it. Like, it's... It really... I think... People complicate it more in their head than it actually yeah. is, right? Like, they, they're thinking yeah. a lot. And then that's where it's, like, yeah. getting harder for them. Yeah. So not
0: a, not a single release
1: of, you know, the fingers. It's all kind of working together.
0: Because that's more natural. It's like, um, I wanna, another thing that I tell, my. Like, it's been really cool because I've been doing all these, like, private lessons. So I've been getting all these, like, uh, ways to explain these things better. It's kind of like shooing, you know, shooing away a fly. You don't shoo a fly away with your pointer finger like this.
2: <laughs> serving them, <something. laughs> serving them, yeah,
3: <laughs> serving them food. You shoo it this
0: way, shoo. You know, shoo, 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 shoo. Yeah. So pinky goes first, right? And it's all together, and it's not like shoo. You know, like you're yeah. doing one finger at a time. It's really just shoo. Yeah. Or yeah. Uh, as Aaron put it, taking the uh, you know taking the donut uh, off of your shirt. If you're I eating mean, donuts, donut eat powder, powder. powder donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get like the powdered donut, get it on your shirt. You're like, oh no powder you don't go like this it's like so awkward to like yeah. twist your wrist this way and go like that like oh no powder yeah. it's this way <laughs> yeah that's a more natural so if we're talking natural this really is a more natural movement than this opposite <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: yeah then serving
0: food <laughs> so serve the fly yeah. <laughs> Shoe fly shoe. So here's uh, some carrots
1: <laughs> uh, Sue asks does Aldrin touch the yuk when doing the roll um what do you mean i guess like the, do your fingers come in contact with the body or um not necessarily i mean it's
0: just
2: like just on the strings. on the right? strings yeah. yeah
0: i mean it, it does make contact but it's really the top of your nails just is kind of gliding gl- brushing through the strings yeah so that's what's rolling on the strings if we could you know use it, yeah. <laughs> make a r- word association you're rolling your the top of your nails over the plastic
2: strings not, not too much sound, like, clacking against the body or anything.
1: Uh, I was just talking to another member, mm-hmm. and I told him that the reason why he's hitting his uke is because he's strumming with his forearm and going down, like keeping his forearm or keeping his wrists the same Mm. and then just moving his forearm up and down. Oh, like this. Yeah. And then, so when you Mm. do that, it keeps it on the same plane, right? As your, your ukulele. And if you're, you're getting close, you're going to hit your ukulele Mm. eventually. Mm. Yeah. But if you twist when you're at your, the the top of the, the strum and the bottom of the strum, your fingers should be like away from the ukulele. Mm-hmm. So that's how you're not like. Yeah. It's more yeah. of an arc, right? Yeah. Yeah. An arc. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the yeah. only time that it's close is when it's by the strings. Mm-hmm. So that's really like the only time. I mean, I think if you hit the uke, it's not that big of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't like be like, oh no, I don't want to ever hit my uke. Mm-hmm. It, it's going to happen occasionally, but mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I think that's what most people have a problem with. Uh-huh. It's like they're not adding that twist
0: yeah that and i mean there's there's all kinds of different ways to play ukulele you know i mean this is the most efficient way and this is the way that kind of makes sense with all the other techniques that you'll later uh later learn and stuff if you're a beginner um but you know watch any like you know ukulele professional ukulele player like jake or james or or clay or any of those guys and stuff like really this is like the, the form that most professionals use um you know if if you want to uh, take it nice and simple, you can just you know do that do that strum because I sometimes do this strum right here where like I just take my thumb and I just strum like this. And there's no problem in that if you're just doing no problem with playing it that way. But maybe that's how like that's why people think it's like a lot easier to do the pointer finger when you do the you know do the roll. Mm-hmm. It's probably because you're not twisting your wrist. Yeah, but if you're doing this kind of tough to do the the chunk because you know, <laughs> you know the thumb is up here. Uh-huh. So if I'm playing a song that doesn't require the chunk, then maybe I'll like play it nice and, you know, like for for example reggae. Reggae doesn't necessarily have the chunk because I have the left hand mute, you know, it's it's chunky enough already. Um and to really get that kind of skank, I like to strum like this, you know? Like I don't I don't do the whole like pointing to myself, which is just kind of about here but still really I'm kind of pointing myself here too you know even if I'm doing it that way and it doesn't look awkward but a lot of people tend to do it from here and then they they try to strum like so my wrist is still straight it's not it doesn't look awkward you know but I guess if I'm playing that way I think a lot of people too, and even then like
1: it still feels better to do it with a pinky
0: <laughs> I think a
1: lot of people too, they they mm. look at guitar players yeah. and guitar players use their forearm, yeah, yeah, like their full forearm. Yeah. And that's how they strum. And they keep mm. their wrist straight and they yeah. don't because they're holding a pick and they're just going down, up, down. Yeah. Up. So that's what they're trying to like emulate. But yeah, it for you it's a little different. You gotta strum it a little different.
0: Even the um uh 'cause, cause Jake has taught his like his ten finger roll. You know, for example. So he goes thumb, then up with the pinky finger. Uh, pinky ring middle pointer, then down. Pinky ring middle pointer, that ends with the thumb. It's like <laughs> the same thing. So even with like the fanciest rasgueado with a ten-finger strum, it still ends with that pinky ring middle pointer with the, you know, this way. Pinky, like pinky first. So... Up...
1: <laughs> yep. Cool. Next question. uh That was all the questions that we had for today. Well, uh, Kenneth noticed your Jolly Bee shirt, <laughs> so he said, "How about some Jolly Bee <laughs> spaghetti with pieces of hot dog?" Ooh, what about it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you've been reading are, my diary. <laughs> are you? Are you offering? Are you? Uh, yeah, are you offering? <laughs> yeah, you, you can yeah, because we on.
2: don't have a Jolly Bee on Kauai. We actually. Don't. So, but, this um, is
1: just a fever dream. <laughs>
2: like, yeah, yeah. But Aldrin's mom has a great recipe yeah. for for the spaghetti. Yeah. And so, whenever we we <laughs> want it, we just ask. <laughs> I,
1: the, I think one of the favorite things, or one of my favorite things that we did with it was yeah. when we made the flying saucers with it, right? Ooh, yeah. That was pretty good.
0: My one yeah. advice is just don't ask what's in it. <laughs> <Like> that's it. <laughs> just, you don't want to know, you know? Like, you just. You don't want to know what's in it. It's good. It's just, that's just all you need to know. It's delicious. Yeah. Don't ask. Will you? It's not even the whole, like, I don't want to give you the recipes. It's just I don't think you should know. I don't think you
1: should know. Will you feel sleepy afterwards? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. It's like, definitely.
0: In Hawaii, we call it kanak attacks
1: because you're being attacked by some kanaks. Yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. So it's, uh, I grew up with this stuff, you know, like uh, Jollibee's, it's, it's a it's a thing. I love, but the fried chicken. I I have uh, KFC. I've had um, Popeyes. I've had like um, El Pollo Loco. I've had a bunch of other like fried and and, and um, grilled chicken. But just it's it's that gravy, man. Like just put <laughs> something in that gravy. That
1: gravy, I could just bathe in. <laughs> I think, like, that <laughs> gravy. it. gravy. It reminds me because um, somebody like mm-hmm. probably a few months ago, right. and I I forgot to tell you this. They said that on the lesson where you told them to take the leftover KFC and like cook it in the rice, yeah, with the rice. Yeah, they're like, Oh man, Audreen, you're such a good ukulele player, (laughs) but that, that uh, KFC in the rice tip that, oh, that is out of this world. (laughs) That is amazing.
2: Yeah, so
0: (laughs) they have this like this, uh, this KFC bucket, like family bucket, whatever thing Uh now, like there's a two bucks, like 40 bucks for like 220 piece or something 10 uh-huh. 20 piece buckets yeah so we ate one and then we froze the other yeah so that like whenever you make a rice just take one, just of the take one of the and put it in the rice so, yeah. chicken rice you'll hear so it you, it that that's like
2: in the rice cooker
0: yeah you just put um you wash your rice wash your rice put the water and then put the chicken inside and, just <laughs> and then cook. just yeah, set it just like it you would it. N- normally so cook it. all the uh the the Eleven or thirteen herbs and spices that KFC puts uh-huh. in goes in the rice <laughs> and all that chicken uh-huh. grease. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah.
2: Just don't you, don't ask what's in it. That's you, exactly you, you, it. <laughs> you've helped a lot of people learn ukulele, but I mean that's second to your yeah. your tip yeah. on <laughs> KFC chicken. Yeah. Chicken rice. Uh,
1: I think, uh, even Devin said that, uh, he checked out Jolly because yeah, we talked about it. I read it. that. Yeah. Yeah. And he was, he loved it. So uh, that Chicken. Uh, see, I think Devin was talking about the chicken because, yeah.
0: you know, sweet spaghetti, maybe not some people's things because it, it is sweet. It's kind of weird. Like when people first try it, most yeah. people like, once they like let go of the idea of what spaghetti is supposed to taste like, mm-hmm. sweet spaghetti is awesome, but some people can't, which is fine. But chicken is.
2: That universal chicken, yeah, it's universal. <laughs> yeah you,
0: know? you put that gravy in it yeah. or you just dip it in that gravy i just you know if if anybody could just freeze it and send it over with like a you know with with, with dry ice or, or mm-hmm. something if they find a way to give us a tub of uh of Bee spaghetti we would, we would be forever
1: in debt <laughs> isn't it isn't it telling that the mm. first podcast where we're back together we're talking about food <laughs> <laughs> I
0: would, so our songs are due today. I think I wrote my like tenth song on food
3: because <laughs> like, I wrote
0: a, yet another food song today okay <laughs> i was I was making the uh the e p like uh that, that new album that I'm working on, and um uh, yeah, some food songs in there too. I was like, man just, this what? <laughs> do you have a name for the e p um it it's called i don't know the order, but it's like rice Patty Eggs gravy." yeah oh, huh. uh, that's the name of the
1: ep rice patty eggs gravy i was gonna say you should name it the lunchbox ep
3: <laughs>
0: but like the uh we've me and me and heather have kind of already um designed the the cover where it's just mm-hmm. like you know like the the rice okay. on the bottom is white and then it's like that color, oh. that color scheme so it kind of like stacks up yeah and um yeah orange for the portuguese sausage at the top. <laughs> It's gotta be good. I'm nice. I'm pretty I'm pretty stoked for it. It's like it sounds like a homemade, you know, like EP because it is, but whatever. It's it's for you guys. It's it's more for like the Thursday live live lesson audience because most, if not all, those songs are songs that are wrote for Thursday Live Lesson, with the exception of uh uh the song called The Ranch and the song called Chocolate Fontaines. Everything else is a Thursday Live Lesson song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, even chocolate fontaine was a thursday Life oh yeah song, right? I-, I forgot already <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah. okay uh, well then there you go <laughs> it's a love letter to you guys
0: <laughs> it's i like- uh, it should be out soon but i think once i'm done with it it's going to take another four or five weeks until it shows up on uh on spotify so it's going to be
1: a little bit Cool. Yeah. So, uh, can we do the student reviews? We got yes. a couple today. Yes,
0: we do have a couple of student reviews. Um, first one, Kai, let us know about the first one. Uh,
1: the first one is from Wesley, and he's doing uh, Canon again. Mm. I think it's Canon C, yeah, not yeah. Canon in D. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he he sent us this one before, but it was an update on mm. how he's doing. So
0: yeah. Okay. So this time
1: he used his thumb.
0: Yeah, it sounds awesome actually. Like, uh, yeah. we were just talking about like, I don't know if it's the, uh, the, the technique that, you know, the, the change in the technique or it's like that, you know, that gorgeous baritone ukulele or uh, tenor ukulele that he put baritone strings on, like, mm-hmm. if it's if it's that, that's, that's making that, you know, that sounding so good, but it sounded really good um, I would put a little bit more uh, more angle on the thumb and, you know, I'm not going to give you a hard time about it because it's your, uh, like, first, first time, time really trying it trying, out, so don't yeah. worry about it, you know it, it'll take a little bit of time to get used to and to get familiar with what sounds good with that technique, but uh, you're kind of hitting it from this, you know, from this angle where the thumb is uh, is kind of pointed towards the uh, the uh, the headstock you want to point the thumb to, um, closer to uh, to to the sound hole like this because you want uh if, if you're hitting it from the side so you'll uh, show you from this angle you're really only getting this much of uh, of of surface area that you're that you're hitting the um you know the, the string with so it's a very thin sound because it's a thin surface area but you want what you want to do is protrude that that wrist just a little bit and not super awkward like this but you want to just protrude it a little bit like that so that it changes the uh, the angle see so it goes from this angle to this so that I can kind of show you here so yeah there you go so that's that angle is a lot more like, um, more hitting, hitting it from here instead of it hitting from the side, right? So since you're hitting it up here, you're getting the density of your thumb and you're getting some nail as you exit that, you know, that attack, right? So that attack starts out with the flesh. Let me see it right here. I'll go from, uh, can I, can I do that? Yeah, from, from here. See that? So he's going to go flesh and then out with the nail instead of here, which is just flesh and just very thin you <laughs> get a very thin amount of flesh this way it's flesh nail out so you want to hit it with with this angle instead so um Um, so that's you know that's that's for the for the right hand so you're doing pretty good you know based on, uh, on not really doing it that much or trying it for the first time so good job so far you know uh the left hand um it, it needs a little bit of work um be mindful of your bar chords especially when you know we did notice that when you're getting up here you know the bar uh, the bar chords are not coming out as clean as you know as as we would like to hear it uh so the the best advice that I can give you is um, you can break down the song into two different things it's a chord melody song and there it is in the words there's the chords and then there's the melody line you can uh, you know like isolate the melody line and isolate the chords so uh, Canon and D um, thankfully is is like a chord progression so there's a progression of C, C
3: then G A minor then E minor F C,
0: F, and G, I think, I don't know, I think that's the chord progression, but there is a progression, something like that, you know, Um, I would just prefer, uh, not prefer, but I would suggest you learn, you know, like the chord progression and the three different inversions that you're playing in it, because you're going up the neck as you play the melody line along with it, right? So because it's a progression, you shouldn't be too surprised of what chord should be coming up if you have the chord progression down so if you have the chord progression down you know exactly which note and which chord is coming up next based on you know on the on the song itself so when you're playing you should kind of know that it's c then c then g g then a minor like how we talked about an e minor then, uh, then F and then 2C and then F and then 2G or F and then 2G or this F and then this G. All the inversions, get it down. So if you can get the chords down, adding the melody line after that is going to be a lot easier. Okay, because the melody line is in the chords, you know, for, for the most part. So like, for example... um. You're playing that, that that C and that G right there is uh is that first part of that, that melody line. So that A minor there. From the F the G, F the G, you know? C it's get the chords and add the melody line and put it together. So um so you're you're not trying to tackle both at the same time and trying to like um memorize like uh chord shapes with the melody line in it. Instead just kind of work on the the chords itself then add the the melody on afterwards.
1: What do you guys think? Uh yeah. I think Mike even gave him that same kind mm-hmm. of advice, right? Mm-hmm. Like that one part. I think that one part gives him a hard time the da 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 So just even that just practice those notes because yeah. those mo- notes are uh are they mixolydian or lydian? Uh oh, mixolydian. Are- yeah. Like yeah. So he <laughs> so you can just play Same. he can just practice that, yeah. right? Like mm. over and over and over. And then yeah, when you know it, like when you know and Mike was saying like practice your skills, but really you want to practice your positions. So knowing your positions. Mm. That's kind of what you're yeah. saying too, right? Like yeah. yeah, just be more familiar with your positions. Yeah. yeah. Cause yeah, this this song is a core progression. So
0: if you just be mindful of the progression, you will never get lost. You know, mm-hmm. like in the song and in what it just you know, repeats you're over yeah, and over, over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So but-
2: yeah, I think I mean, I think he just needs to get more familiar with the song because the left hand was kind of mm-hmm. where he was mm-hmm. struggling. So just um, I like I would say just take like two measures. Yeah. And just then just two measures down. Just, Yeah, just do mm-hmm. it so that you don't have to read. Yeah. Because <laughs> I think that's what's tripping him up yeah. is that he's like, you know, he's kind of, he's not sure what's going to come up next. So mm-hmm. he's like kind of reading. He's like keeping an eye on the sheet music. And mm-hmm. then that's what, you know, like that makes him stumble. Yeah. So like if you get it down, like, you know, you don't even have to get the entire song. Yeah. Just get the the first four measures down, mm-hmm. like where you can do it without even thinking about it then you can think about the music yeah because then that's where you know the expression will come in that's mm-hmm. where you know the fluidity will come in so um yeah if you can get four measures down and it sounds great that will feel a lot better than getting the whole song down yeah. and not great you know yeah so yeah yeah yeah, I would yeah. say with any song, just kind of tackled it mm-hmm. that way. But I mean, you know, you're you're doing great.
0: Actually, like the you know the things that you did change with with the right hand, it sounded good. Yeah, it's just kind of you know put a little bit more work on the uh, on the chords and, and notes and stuff. And I think you're I think you're there. It's it's you know we definitely hear the the improvements. Yeah, you know?
2: so, yeah. Good job, man. Definitely. And and anytime that he seems mm. to anchor, yeah, it, you yeah. know his right hand is on. Yeah is perfect mm-hmm. and then yeah just it just um kind of the the notes themselves mm-hmm. might be tripping him up mm-hmm. but that's easy to fix it's right.
1: it's less about the playing technique now it's and it's more about knowing the music mm-hmm. that'll yeah. really yep. get you to the next yeah. level yeah cool so we have another
3: one uh
1: so, yeah. yeah from uh ritesh ritesh that's right. yeah and mm-hmm. he sent in what song is this uh it's uh, box, what is it? Like or cello, cello suite, yeah. yeah, cello suite, yeah. So.
0: so, this is the song that uh, that Wesley was working on before he was working on Canon in uh, Canon in C or mm-hmm. Canon. Um, which actually did an amazing job, like, he, he <laughs> did really good. I don't want to yeah. make anybody feel bad and stuff, but like, that is like, I, I don't know, you didn't learn that from me, you know, <laughs> like that's that's all you. Uh, it, it was great. Um, if if I had to, like, you know, uh, Give some kind of critique or advice, Um, you know, be mindful of your positions on the, uh, you know, on on your right hand. Although you you got it, you got it pretty good. uh, And, you know, considering you're using four fingers, too, because I don't normally use the pinky. But for that particular song, it might be uh, it might be an exception because it's very like kind of bass heavy, too. So keeping that thumb on that on that bass Mm -hmm. on the on the top, too. Um, makes makes more oh, no, sense. Oh he wasn't using his me.
2: pinky, right? It was just the ring, you know, the 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 four fingers. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah.
0: So, uh, with with that, but your your pointer and your and your thumb seems to be a little bit close sometimes. Where it's kind of like this. You wanna um you wanna bring back the thumb a little bit. So my thumb for me kind of does this X between the uh, the thumb and the the middle finger. So that it's kind of out of out of the way. But I guess if you're using your ring finger, it gets a little bit more difficult. But um, also, uh, keep an eye on your wrist. That was, I think, my my biggest um, concern is just that your wrist was kind of up here when you're, you know, when you're doing the uh, when you're doing the song. So be mindful of your wrist position because you don't want to hurt yourself. Because uh, prolonged use of your wrist being up here when you when you do that might uh, might cause some damages. So see if you can like straighten it out. And see if you can play those same lines
1: using a straighter wrist. But other than that, dude, amazing job. <laughs> like that's, I don't even know what else to say. It's kind of the, it's almost the yeah. opposite of Wesley, where it's like, Ritesh obviously knows his music really well. Yeah. And then now it's just like, we're just Binding, nitpicking yeah. little detailed yeah. technique things. But really, it's like, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah cuz he wasn't even he wasn't looking at anything. He was just doing it right. just from memory. But and it's a long song. So yeah, and nice. it, it seemed like that mm-hmm. where he was basing it more off of the chords. Mm-hmm. So like he knew what chords were coming up and then he kind of knew where the melody line was going to go anyway. So he was just adding mm-hmm. fingers in in order to make the me- melody yeah. line come out. So yeah, that's, that's <clears throat> yeah, that's that's how you make the song sound fluid is just knowing, knowing was, it like that. I was looking for a lot of things. Like I was
0: looking to see if he held each note to its full value, which he did, you know, like <laughs> I, I was looking for um like the fluidity, you know, going from one or two to the other, not just ringing them out, but then like how he's kind of, you know, utilizing his fingers to, to go, because once you lift up one finger that stops it, but you know, his, his use, I don't know whose arrangement that was, but it sound, sounds really good and the bass uh the bass string didn't overpower the uh the yeah. um, you know the treble strings i was really like really trying to pick it apart but i'm like this is this is good like that's you know, like get it from me
1: so i don't i can't take credit for that <laughs> you know, that's your hard work man <laughs> like even some of the things it's like i feel like uh it's things we've told other people yeah. like think about touch and dynamics yes. and that, like, he really nailed that. It was like, oh, you're, yeah. you're really getting it. You're, he's thinking beyond just like what notes to play next, yeah. but he's thinking about how he's yeah. gonna play the notes
0: yeah um, oh one thing though is uh know when to breathe when to let the the song breathe i think that was another thing that i kind of noticed because it's it's one of those songs that just kind of goes you know but no one to breathe too you know like when when to kind of let you know and there's like a rise and fall of the song Da 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 yeah, yeah. Da 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 da. but that's like, You're like crazy. You know your mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's you know that is just that's like that's... That, you don't you don't gotta worry about it if you don't want to <laughs> if you don't want to you don't want to. But really, if you want to reach that level. Like yeah, yo yo ma, like yeah. as
2: Aaron said, really stretch those long parts and really compress yeah, yeah. those like compressed parts. But da, 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 yeah, it's like breathing, da, da, like a da, da, like a living thing. Da, 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 the music da, da, is a living thing. Da, yeah, da, da, da. it's beautiful. Good job, man. But yeah, yeah, that's
0: yeah. Those are just the things that you know that I would. <laughs> I mean, just really look at. But I don't. I don't. Yeah. If you played it exactly the same, you played it at a talent show, and I was the judge. I'm like, yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> nine out of ten nice marks yeah <laughs> good
2: marks uh, Jim in the chat yes. he, uh if anybody is kind of using tabs just as a guide because mm-hmm. um, you do if, even if you are using tabs mm-hmm. um, most people don't sight read music in tabs I I, I I, mean that would be scary if they did yeah <laughs> I know I know one ukulele player who can kind of do it pull it off <laughs> but I mean usually you're familiar with the song beforehand yeah. you know how it goes yeah. And so Jim gave um some good advice in the chat saying that mm. he u- he uses some um or he first he makes sure that the text is large enough for him to see mm. and then he also uses some colors and some lines to mm. for different sections oh, yeah, of yeah, the yeah. music so that okay. he knows what what's coming up cuz mm. he already knows how the song is going to go in that whatever pink section mm. or whatever he yeah. chooses. That's cool. So so using that if you're going to use a chart or use sheet music then you know you kind of like can organize it in a way mm-hmm. in your your own mind just as yeah. a reference so yeah. so yeah that's really good yeah hmm. um also uh who who was it somebody was asking about strings really quick it was kenneth oh uh, like what kenneth? strings are these uh no, no well um just he has a ranch brand mahogany concert hmm. beginner ukulele Mm-hmm. They have Aquila strings on it. How? Like, what can I? What kind of strings could you change it to to make it sound a little less tinny and? <laughs> uh-huh, I mean, in, in, <laughs> anything, anything other,
0: anything than, other than, than that one the, that you're the using the Aquila, right now. The,
2: yeah, because the Aquila strings
0: I mean, Aquila. They're uh, they're meant to make you know like uh, lower end ukuleles sound better than you know than they are because or it's, with more volume yeah with more volume yeah and really a lot of because a lot of people equate volume to you know like good sound right <laughs> they're like oh it's loud it must be good right so but you know and it and it is for a beginner it is i'm not going to argue you know like if if you're if you're nice and loud and bright and stuff if a beginner thinks that's good and then that's good that's you know but the more you uh you know, the more you mature as a musician, the more you kind of want to get a better tone, like a uh, more well-rounded tone instead of just, you know, blaring brightness, right? Like, you don't want to blind people with your brightness. <laughs> like, you want to be nice and well-rounded. So, if you want, you know, I, I really, it's just experimenting with a bunch of different strings. And I know it's pricey, but really, that's the, you know, that's the way to, to kind of really get it, because I can give you a bunch of good, or give you advice, a bunch of good strings, but I'm not too familiar with the Ranch brand, Is he said, Ranch? Yeah yeah, 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 brand of ukulele, so I'm not quite sure what the characteristics of it, if it's bright, if it's, did he say what, oh, no, what, no. what it was? So, okay, but here's my advice. If you want a darker sound, okay, if it's, if you feel like your Aquilas are too bright, a dark sound, a good dark sound is, um, is the pro artes like deodario pro artes uh, these have a good dark sound these are called ag cross aq and they're made by Aquila. so if you like your Aquila strings these are a little bit brighter though than uh, but than totally pro different artes. material yeah yeah, yeah material. So,
2: okay. totally different
0: sound so um you know it's uh uh those those two are good pro artes um and and the ag cross aq if you want um, a, you want it a little bit more brighter than that, then you got like Savarez, which is you know a little bit brighter than the Pro Arte, but it's still got that nice uh, richness to the tone as the Pro Arte does in the AG Cross AQ. Um, you can try out... Uh, a lot of people don't like Worth clears because they're too bright, which I do agree, but on some ukes, like for example, your uke is too dark. And this is why I don't, you know, I don't know the, the Ranchu. If the ranchuke is too dark, you want to brighten it up, but you want to brighten it up Nicely without it being clear, yeah, clear, yeah. Then, yeah, worth clears are good. Um, a lot of people stick to the worth browns, but I feel like worth browns doesn't quite have that sustain, you know. I think the clears just have a sustain, but in that category, I think I'm gonna have to give the medal to uh, to martins, like martin strings. People sleep on the martins, but I think (laughs) martin strings are like really good. Um, so if, if you want a brightness to your ukulele, to your darker ukulele, I would go Martin strings or Savarez. Okay. Um, if you want to be dark, um, GHS strings, any of those black strings will, will make it, you know, make your ukulele a little bit more darker. Um, but that's like in the dark, dark. Cause we talked <laughs> about pro arte being, you know, dark, but s- still got good attack and sustain and stuff. So you want dark, dark. Those, uh, uh GHS strings are nice and dark.
2: Yeah. Right? So hey just in general, um yeah. try out some nylon strings. If you if you mm-hmm. kinda look at the pack and mm-hmm. then see what it's made out of, yeah. nylon like Aldrin strings are made out of nylon. Mm-hmm. The pro artes are nylon too, I think, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, um, and then and then uh, fluorocarbon or like worths are fluorocarbon.
1: Mm-hmm. So um yeah, try out those. Mm-hmm. How about you give him uh like the three strings that he should start off with? Okay. If you had to pick three strings out of all of them, try,
2: okay. Okay. try
0: first. Um, AG Cross AQ. They're very, <laughs> very well balanced, and I mean, I know they're. I'm peddling my wares or whatever, but <laughs> yeah. really, like, I wouldn't have made them if I didn't think that they were the best strings, right? Like, if they weren't my first choice, then why even make it? Why even put my name on it? Yes, yeah. you know? so that's that's really, like, hands down. I, I think it would work well. And we've done, you know, like um strings for a bunch of different sizes now, so it's not just for tenors. But the one thing that I you know do have to say and a lot of people, you know, kinda like, you know, either get turned on or off by it is um is that it's really high um tension. I like my strings super high tension so that the attack and the response is is like that. Nice and you know, nice and clean and nice and quick. Yeah. But if you want uh something that's a little bit lower tension, then, um, and Pro Arte.
2: So I would Pro Arte in. is still kind of high tension. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but not as high as these. Are super yeah.
0: High. Yeah. Um, but in my, my third choice, so those are my second choice are 80 <laughs> cross <laughs> AQ. You're sleeping uh, four. Or <laughs> pro Arte. Because I think they're kind of the same, you know? Like Pro Similar. Arte and is just is a little bit brighter. Like really, that's it. And then Martins, really. Those with the Martins, everybody. Martins. Like Martins <laughs> drinks. Cause, uh, when I graduated from the Suji, over to black strings everyone's using black strings and it's like oh it sounds good but to me it's just like i just i don't like the the dead you know it kind of sounds dead like it sounds too dark like with my tiny soprano Hilo or prelude like that darkness didn't really like mix with that you know because i needed something louder and once i put the um you know the uh the martin strings on that really made it come alive so i think for a you you know for it I've never heard of the ranch, once again. So if it's more of a, uh, a low, you
1: know, on the lower end ukulele, I think Martin will
0: really bring it out.
1: Uh, really quickly, can we answer? or yeah. Uh, do you want to explain what suji is? Oh, suji is fishing line. Oh okay. okay, fishing line. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, uh, well,
2: I mean, most most fishing line is made from fluorocarbon, fluorocarbon. anyway. But mm-hmm. but if you have uh the right tension and and like the right gauges. Mm-hmm. Of fishing line you can make them sound really <laughs> the good right test yeah 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 <laughs> on on ukulele yeah
1: the only thing is that like ukuleles that use fishing line mm. usually do not have the right tension. Or if you're right yeah, test. if you're
2: actually using fishing line and you're using all the same gauge, yeah. then that's not gonna sound <laughs> good.
1: Uh, <laughs> whatever fishing line
2: preludes that yeah. you had, yeah, yeah, in your garage or whatever, like yeah. they had that hint of green in
0: them, like back then, you know, because like that that fishing line before was like kind of you know that that greenish. Uh-huh. I don't know if you remember, like back in the nineties, yeah, it was
2: yeah yeah. actually Ken, Ken Middleton's um, living water strings are yeah. fluorocarbon mm. and I think he got that idea like For you know fishing line yeah yeah mm. he had different gauges of fishing mm. line tested a, a bunch of different ones figured out what the best gauges were and mm. then he made his own packs of strings and and so yeah, yeah. they sound great
1: uh, so Sue asked, also yeah. asked uh, mm. how often should you change
0: strings um you know if they start to sound dead that's when you change them out. So it's going to be different for everybody because the more you play it the the more you know the the sound will die out. Um once it sounds kind of dead and what i mean by that is they're not as you know they're not as bright as they used to be, um they don't like ring out as long as they used to or uh, or they just feel kind of grimy, you know? Like those are all signs that you should change your strings. So for some people that could be like like a year, you know. <laughs> some people like
2: Never, uh, a month before, you know, <laughs> or some people never, you know. So it's just it's not naming names. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like there's some people.
0: The Euxin uh, is in this room, that have not changed in years or ever.
2: Once <laughs> they found the
0: right combination I, yeah. of strings that they that they wanted,
1: uh, I was just telling yeah. somebody like, um, it's almost like uh, uh, do what we say, not what we do, because we <laughs> yeah. do not change strings yeah. very often. yeah, Yeah. yeah.
0: I should be changing them like at least once every other month but I mean good luck getting me to change my strings (laughs) good luck getting me to do anything
2: really
1: (laughs) so like if you're playing every day or say you're playing every other day changing it every other month is that like a good rule of thumb it's a good rule of thumb (laughs) yeah. yeah a lot of people would say
0: every month and stuff and I think that's a little bit too much unless you're you know, playing for people, and you really, you really need the clarity and stuff on stage. It's not like you're playing at Carnegie Hall, and everything needs to be perfect. So you don't necessarily have to change strings. And that's just how I feel about it. You know, some people might feel different, but you're asking me, so I'm telling you my opinion.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, Uh let's get to our songs. Gentlemen, want to get to your songs because it's you know it's a last, uh, yeah. the last, yeah, last few minutes of of the show so here on the show we do have a songwriting challenge so we just kind of give um you know we give ourselves some guidelines on what to what to write with this time it's two-ish chords yeah so um write any song any any key two chords um and i think it's ish, two-ish chords <laughs> yeah reggae i think uh hot and cold and he said, diminished um... chord there's a flat seven or something like major flat seven, yeah. flat seven major i forget what it was but something like that right
1: yeah and then lounge music I think. lounge music yeah. yeah
0: okay um so ours is due today and it'll kind of just give you guys an idea of what songs you can write with uh you know given the guidelines and then um you uh you guys can turn in your songs. If you turn it in any time, you know, before the next show, it should be all good and counted towards and uh we'll give you guys an extra private lesson. It doesn't matter which month you use it in. Oh, excuse me. Ooh, just drank some water there. But like uh yeah, you get an extra private lesson. So it's cool. You don't you don't gotta it's not like oh this person uh this week this person won the new uh the extra private lesson. It's like no, if you if you make one, if you write one, then we'll give you one. Okay, everybody gets one. Okay. Um, here's mine. So story sorry time. A little little bit because we're you know we're kinda getting closer to the end here. Um I totally forgot <laughs> that our stuff was due today. But I was driving over here and um and it's great actually that that we're you know that we're actually in the office because I think if I stayed home and we were doing it at home, I would just not have thought about it. You know, because <laughs> yeah. I had some time Alone in the car to think, like, okay, well, what do I need for today's, you know, for today's live lesson? And I'm like, oh my god, the song is (laughs) due. Parked by uh by Machia, you know, like that (laughs) that little beach over there and stuff. Parked over there, took my ukulele out and wrote this song, and so I I wrote something. But um, this is like my tenth food song, and we're talking about chicken rice earlier. I basically wrote about chicken rice. (laughs) Okay, but it's a specific kind of chicken rice. Um, and I had this rice for the first time when I was in Thailand. And uh, I was at, uh, at Asada's house and uh-huh. we're waiting for, because people were setting up, he was setting up for his big, you know, welcome oh, party Oh, Yes. There. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, I wrote yes. about
2: that rice. I know. And, and
0: I looked it up. It's called Hainanese chicken rice. Uh-huh. It's like Hainanese chicken rice. So it's like, it's basically ginger, like, Ginger chicken,
2: cold ginger boiled, chicken, it's boiled, like yeah, boiled. boiled
0: cold ginger chicken, yeah, with like this sambal or some kind of sauce. On it the doesn't side.
2: look fancy at all. No,
0: it it's like very white, <laughs> very pale and color. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. So that's just boiled chicken and and rice, but it's. It's amazing it's really good the <laughs> sauce is really good that the chicken is good for some reason <laughs> i'm just like what and we had seconds i at least i did yeah, i was like dude yeah. can i have more of this this is really good because Asad was just like oh here maybe just eat this while you guys are waiting for the for the party to start because uh-huh. yeah. we have lots and tons and tons of food for the party but you guys can have this for now uh-huh. and i'm like all right i guess i'll just have chicken and rice oh my god what is this <laughs>
2: no. so, uh,
0: yeah so for this i did two chords in the chorus and i did four chords in the um in, in the verse and i and i added that flat 7 in there so there you go And it's cold Make your taste buds explode It's a soul food from an Asian soul Sriracha sambal to make you lose control And all
3: the tall ingredients Gonna guarantee you coming back for more Hainanese chicken red Hi these nah, chicken rice Hi these nah, chickens nice Hi hey, nah. Chicken rice <laughs> Let me try that again. Does
0: it sound like anything like how I wrote it? It's a hot end, it's gold. Make it taste buds explode. It's like soul food from the Asian soul, sriracha samba to make you lose control, and all the Oriental
3: ingredients gonna guarantee you coming back for more. Hainanese chicken rice, Hainanese chicken rice, Hainanese chicken's nice. Haina, Chinese chicken rice. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think yeah. Reggae, reggae, was one of them. Yeah, reggae was one of them. Yes, that's right. Reggae place, was one yeah. of them. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Chinese chicken rice. It's a it? very like, song, <laughs> like you, a local sounding song.
1: When you started humming at the yeah. beginning, I thought you were humming a smooth operator.
3: Oh, yeah, okay.
1: I was like, oh, it's going to sound like that. But then when you actually started singing, it's like, oh, no, it's different. Yeah, Yeah, I since I just wrote it, I forgot how, like, the actual, like, melody went. I'm like, I'm reading lyrics. I guess I'll just
0: make it up right now. (laughs) (laughs) It's hot and it's cold. Make a taste buds
2: explode. (laughs) Okay, that's
0: my song. (laughs) Yeah, wrote it in, like, 15 minutes.
2: (laughs) Uh, It sounds like Manao Company, actually.
0: Yeah, Oh, there's... uh, yeah like that.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. like what, I took that what from song? Uh,
0: Yeah. I took that from from that and then I I took the uh, there's that uh, if I painted Yeah, yeah that's, that's what yeah. I was thinking too. So it's pic- that and then song. that I was like, yeah. So I just took all my favorite reggae songs and just put them in one song. Yeah. <laughs> and then I Ba-da-da. I don't know. I was like, I need, I need that flat seven because I'm the one who added it in there. If I don't use it, it's just like, oh, wh- why is he suggesting things he doesn't want to do? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I felt it was my responsibility You're to, uh, please to add it in. Yeah. yeah. It in there. So they did. I crossed off a bunch of those and, um, I wasn't late for my homework this time. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody only gets
1: one because you got a pass last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: can't do it two times in a row. So yeah, go ahead, gentlemen. Uh,
1: uh, I'll go, I guess. You uh, want to go, yeah, Aaron? Up to you. Uh, okay, I'll go. Uh, yeah. And I'll just play my song. One, two, one, two. One, two, one, two. One.
3: I'm going to go to
2: <laughs> I love that. that Were you actually it, scratching?
1: No, I I uh took a sample yeah. of somebody uh, like uh scratching uh-huh. and then I just like uh chopped uh, it. E- or I finger-drummed it. Oh, nice. Oh, cool, cool. cool. Yeah. yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah, cuz it wasn't it wasn't quantized at all, right? That that part you you uh, Some parts kind of, and then some parts I, I'm just, like, actually playing along to the song. I'm yeah. I'm just using my, like, uh, yeah, good sample. Mm. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nice. The, so that, that song, like, it kind of uses uh two chords. It uses a G and an E minor mm. kind of as a bass, but then you hear different chords because the bass is playing different Yeah, notes. I was going to mm. say... And then the other chords that you can kind of hear or, like, that it's based around is, like, a B minor 7 and a mm. G major 7. Mm. And mm. then I, I put in a, a F, uh, F major 7 because that's the mm. flat 7 oh, okay, okay, of okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, G. Yeah. Uh, the key is in G. Mm. And then I also put in a uh, A, too. Like, that. there's three parts. And that second part is going from b minor 7 to uh, a major mm. so that's also like the uh major second to, yeah yeah it, staying in Do that G, mm. yeah so kind of marked right off on, all those man. Things.
0: that's cool i dig it and it's it's very oriental sounding you yeah. know like <laughs> yeah. but i i dig that the riff gives you that idea of the two chords that it's, it's like yeah, yeah.
2: it it kind of stays within that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but then yeah the bass really makes yeah. it sound like it's way more, more chords than that yeah.
1: So like that first part, it's uh, kotos. Mm -hmm. I I, using a a virtual koto to play. Yeah. And then the second part, Mm -hmm. I'm playing the bass, or I'm using a virtual bass too. But I'm I also double layered it with a bass koto because like to get like that extra. And if you can hear it, it kind of has like that twangy feeling of uh, koto too. So yeah, when when we talked about like. Lounge music, my I yeah. immediately thought about lo fi. Yeah, 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 So like and then when I think about lo fi I also think about like um like new job is and stuff. Yeah. So very much in that realm yeah. I tried to do something. Anime studying girl. Yeah. yeah. With <laughs> headphones. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly.
0: we' yeah. hey, yeah. right eh? good job.
2: All right. Eric. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I like i had i had several different ideas Mm. um and it just like those didn't pan out and Mm -hmm. so it was only like a couple days ago and it started to come together a a couple days ago Mm -hmm. so yeah
3: Deciding to have our own Saturday What is this sound in my chest? Pour out the cereal Smooth all the folds in the lined paper Note that you left. me clean off the table I move the bed easily Pull these new shoes out from under As I wonder, will you hear my footsteps? That leads to the street. Over two fences I climb and I wrestle with butterflies down to the place where we'll possibly meet. And I stand by with a heart full of thunder as I wonder. Thank <laughs> you.
0: you
2: too yeah so it's kind of like um so i I was listening to or i had josh rouse in mind and so like when i because like you kind of said lounge he's not really lounge Mm -hmm. music but he's kind of like that indie folk like Mm -hmm. new new indie folk so like any i i just imagine like any indie movie Mm -hmm. should have him on the soundtrack you know and Mm so so yeah i was thinking i had him in mind and then I started writing the song and then um and then later on I was after mm. I was done with the song, mm. I listened to a couple of his albums and there is a song that sounds, <laughs> sounds very <insane>. similar. <laughs> it's called um I think it's called Our Love. Mm. But yeah, but it, it sounds uh, like I obviously drew yeah. from that song. <laughs> but um, I mean if the six eight is gonna get
0: an upvote for me. Like anything yeah, six eight, yeah. like that's Gonna sound loungy already.
2: Yeah. So, but like the idea behind the song was, mm-hmm. um, cause I kind of wanted it like based off of those two main chords mm-hmm. instead of going back and forth, I mm-hmm. like, you know, cause it goes. Right. And then instead of going back, it just stays there, mm-hmm. you know? And so, so the idea for the song was kind of like, um, like, puppy love like you know when you're when you're a kid and you're like kind of like you like this girl (laughs) it's that feeling where it's like you know it's it feels like something but it's not really gonna go anywhere you know (laughs) (laughs) and so like that's that's like the the idea kind of mirrors the chords Mm, oh cool where it's like you know like there's something bubbling up but like but it it stays because like you know and then the whole song is kind of about like, um, I got a note from you and said we're going to meet up on Saturday and mm-hmm. I don't even know if you're going to show. Yeah. But I'm kind of excited and like, you know, <laughs> and there there is no, like, it's kind of like it talks about getting to the place where they're going to meet. Mm-mm. But then it never has a resolution too, so it kind of like even the uh-huh. the song itself follows that progression where it's, it's just like,
1: him like thinking about that,
2: yeah, 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 like oh <laughs> my goodness, like you know excited yeah, you might you might come, you might not. But then uh, I, I don't oh, know, God, so yeah, I
1: I felt like I could imagine that being in like a like one of the Disney remake movies that <laughs> yeah. they've been doing where they like remake musicals, you know? Oh uh-huh. uh, yeah, yeah, so like uh, as an insert song to where like which movie. I was singing like something like Mary Poppins or something uh-huh. where it's like, you know, an adult is singing to a kid about their feelings or something oh, yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Cool. And that. so so that, that too, it was yeah. kind of like, it was me being nostalgic about that feeling. Oh. So it was like, like a kid wouldn't have written mm-hmm. that song, mm-hmm. but it's like kind of through the lens of like, of a... I know what that's like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's
0: cool, man. <laughs> I dig it yeah i love the feel you know love that like kind of six eight feel and i like
2: that it does kind of stay it's like that stays in the same place that's awesome it just kind of stays and then yeah and then even that that because like it was g major seven Mm -hmm. and then kind of like a c major seven i played around with Mm -hmm. different ways of playing c Mm -hmm. major seven but even the major seven is an unresolved chord Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you know it's just like everything is up in the in the yeah. air, and there's no like solid thing to land on. It, and
1: okay, oh, it, it kind of it also kind of reminded me of like Rebecca Sugar. Song. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 And yeah. I think she also like she's not afraid to not resolve mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. pattern, right? Uh-huh. I mean, she like uh-huh. ends on like diminished chords or stuff, yeah. and then she'll just go right back into it, where it's yeah. like, oh, that. Felt a little weird but it yeah. totally makes the song better yeah because yeah. of it yeah. Yeah. yeah
2: and then she's she's also one too where like she's kind of like you can tell that she's nostalgic for childhood yeah and, mm-hmm. and paints yeah. it in a way that like you know it's bittersweet yeah. but it's yeah. like good it's still good you know yeah yeah, yeah
0: yeah it me of everything stays every very, yeah, very yeah very kind, kind
2: of kind every, of everything stays but if you listen to that josh rouse song it's like probably <laughs> that's, <what> yeah, one. <laughs> that's probably where where i really got it from but yes yeah. wrote somebody else's song <laughs> yeah no it's not it's up. not exact and like totally oh. different subject matter and um totally different chords i mm. think but yeah. But that's I definitely pulled from that like <laughs> in some part of my brain but yeah. definitely pulled from that. So <laughs>
1: We cool beans. We've all done that, right? Like uh we've done the song challenge and mm-hmm. then we've said like We come in and then we're like, oh, I realize it's this person's song. Yeah. I I
0: wrote that Honu song and it sounds exactly like that that cascade song. (laughs) I don't have to put it in the EP, but I'm like, this sounds way too close. Yeah. Do I have to 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 pay royalties for that? (laughs) I don't know. I might record it and just sing it differently. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Like just Uh change up the melody line, maybe, but I do want to record it. But, uh, yeah, if you guys want to, you know, write songs along with us, you definitely can. Kai, give us the, uh, the guidelines again so that people can write a song
1: uh shoot i don't have it pulled up sorry <laughs> two chords ish
0: yep. so we you know we well, all of us wrote more than um uh, two more than two chords but we had a two chord part in you know in all our songs so um you can write in just two chords or you can you know you can write a part that has two chords in it um lounge reggae uh diminished chord Uh, oh, I also have a diminished chord in mind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I was trying to knock off all this. Anyway, so diminished chord, um, flat seven. So for example, if it's, if your song is in G, a flat seven would be an F natural. Yeah. So an F major to the G, right? So it's kind of like just basically a step down from whatever your, you know, your, your key is. Okay. So what else did we have, Kai, for that? That's it, right? Uh, I'm looking it up. Two-ish reggae, lounge, lounge. hotter,
1: hotter part, cold.
0: Oh yeah, hotter. Or- oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I did it. with, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with, with cold, my yeah. too. Yeah, with yeah. my Because it's like a uh, cold chicken, with, like uh, that, like hot sauce, spicy. spicy. Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, and then so the main part is that it's just two chords. Everything yeah. else is like a bonus, kind of mm-hmm. give you guys ideas. So as long as you write two chords yeah. or That's write really a song it. in two chords, yeah, with, with a words. part with two chords, mm-hmm. right?
0: That's mm-hmm. it. Yep. Really? And then send it to us um, or uh, post it on the UU Plus forums, and all the people who post the song there will get extra uh private lessons for this month. Okay? So uh that that about this Do we have any other business to attend to? No, right? I don't think so. Uh um, tomorrow will be a little Friday Live jam. We'll have it you know from home again um because I have the last few uh private lessons going on. Uh speaking of private lessons, I should talk about that. Uh, where you were adding times and we're also taking away some sometimes. So because uh, you know, we're here at the office now um, we won't be doing private lessons the same day as, uh, as we do these live streams. So that means uh, the private lessons are going to stay just Monday and Tuesday, but um, we usually had the Monday, Tuesday from nine to 12, but I'm making it so that it's nine to uh, nine to three. And I think one of those days is going to be nine to four. I want to extend it so that uh, some people who live in other parts of the country you or know, a world uh, or a, a, a world, yeah, <laughs> yeah. all the parts of the world. Can, it, it's not like super duper early, yeah. So we'll, uh, I'll change one of them to uh, to up to four o'clock. So that that will be uh, that will be what we do. So either uh, nine to nine to three and nine to four uh, Mondays and Tuesdays. Like that's basically it. we took away all the. Uh, private lessons on Friday so I apologize for the inconvenience if you, if Friday works for you folks but you know we put in more time on Mondays and Tuesday we try to make up for it by putting more time there okay um, see you guys tomorrow have a great one stay safe take care uh, wear your masks do your thing okay have a good one aloha